This is the C. Jason podcast, and I'm Kathy Herbst, a pediatric researcher at Connecticut Children's Medical Center. I'm joined by Gina Lockwood, a pediatric urologist at the University of Iowa Hospitals and Clinics, and Cynthia D'Alessandra Silva, a pediatric nephrologist at Connecticut Children's Medical Center and the University of Connecticut Health Center. We're delighted to present our study published in C. Jason entitled Survival and Kidney Outcomes of Children with an Early Diagnosis of Posterior Urethral Valves. We became interested in this subject as posterior urethral valves can be a devastating diagnosis, sometimes requiring multiple procedures, lifelong follow-up care, and can even result in death. However, there's limited long-term data available to help guide physicians when counseling parents or planning care. This is largely due to the rarity of the condition, which affects an estimated 16 per 100,000 live male births. Most of the longitudinal literature is comprised of single-center case series with small sample sizes, mixed cohort characteristics, and various lengths of follow-up, making it hard to combine study findings or generalize to outside practices. As such, our goal was to report long-term outcomes using a large national database. We used the Pediatric Health Information System Database, an administrative database containing encounter-level data from U.S. pediatric hospitals. We searched records between 1992 to 2006 for infants who were hospitalized during their first year of life with a diagnosis of congenital urethral stenosis and who had undergone either valve ablation or urinary drainage like catheter placement or who had expired. Next, we searched forward to 2018 for our outcomes of mortality, dialysis catheter placement, and kidney transplant. We also abstracted demographic characteristics and potential congenital risk factors from the initial visit record. Our cohort included 685 children admitted to 38 hospitals. 5% of children died during the study period, 85% of those within the first two years of life. Pulmonary hypoplasia was the greatest risk factor for mortality. 9% of children ultimately underwent dialysis catheter placement and 7% underwent kidney transplant with a diagnosis of kidney dysplasia being the greatest risk factor for both outcomes. One month survival probability was 97 to 98%, decreasing to 95 to 96% by one year. One year probability of undergoing catheter placement or transplant was 6 to 8%, which increased to 10 to 13% at five years. This cohort provided a unique opportunity to analyze outcomes for a large number of patients across multiple centers. Mortality in such cases have been difficult to predict given its rarity. Thus, our results of a 5% mortality rate is important. While the identification of pulmonary hypoplasia and kidney dysplasia as risk factors is not new, we were able to better quantify their impact and provide estimated probability of outcomes stratified by these risk factors. We hope our findings assist physicians when developing care plans and counseling the parents of their posterior urethral valve patients. This podcast is copyrighted by the American Society of Nephrology, all rights reserved. All content in this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be medical advice. This podcast should not be used in a medical emergency or for the diagnosis or treatment of any medical condition. 
Please consult your doctor or other qualified healthcare provider if you have any questions about any medical condition or before taking any drug, changing your diet, or commencing or discontinuing any course of treatment. Thank you for listening to this podcast of the American Society of Nephrology. Thank you.